Is there a removed <laughs> smoke detector above him? Yes. Uh, yeah, probably. You don't really need him. What? Yeah. Uh, what? You, you're not going to smell yeah. the smoke, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> I smoked a chicken yesterday. I was smelling smoke all day. Dude, this room is freaking me out. I treated this room finally, like, acoustically, and it's, like, fucked up how little I can hear my voice once it leaves my mouth <laughs> other than through the microphone matt's making that room that's so quiet people can only sit inside for like seven you can minutes only hear, before they yeah, freak out you can only hear your heartbeat yeah, <laughs> yeah you hear your, your blood <laughs> rushing and you're just like i gotta get out of here <laughs> i could be in the room for like eight minutes nine minutes i would just be really bored i feel like i don't think you're gonna get bored of hearing your blood i yeah <laughs> Of like how, how long can that novelty last? Livers do. Do you know how often I and everyone else hears what's going on inside my body? <laughs> it's very yeah, frequent. Is it, would the room not work Remember for you? Remember, I got picked the, up on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah the cold. Yeah, the the colon just be. So you'd be like, <laughs> be like damn, I can't even hear my blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to kick it off, Ian? No, nah, Stephen. I think you had it. You know? Do you want to? You want to? Yeah. You want to take it from yeah. there? <laughs> this show, the uh, this show, as you know, which is a show where we talk about TV shows that were really important that we missed, uh, and and if you didn't want to watch the whole thing, we can tell you the gist. Now I know you've been at a party all the time, and people can't stop talking about Drop Dead Diva, and for whatever reason, <laughs> you just just never got around to it and and all the memes about drop dead diva and all the times you're watching shows about you know people talk about shows in, in your other podcasts and movies and people are like oh this is just like drop dead diva when but you haven't watching, seen the show when you're watching interviews with martin scorsese and he talks about how he doesn't really watch much tv except for that drop dead diva now that that was a television show and it just seems like he it's says just that to fran Lebowitz, of course in the collective consciousness of the world and somehow you were left out well just you wait for this podcast that will fill you in on everything you missed you're welcome it's as you know i'm stephen Dowden. joining me travis marmon hello i'm here to do zero good deeds or bad acts ian benson that tracks to an extent. Like Travis won't help you move, but like, I have helped people move. Fuck off. Really? Oh, yes. I would. I, w- I wouldn't. <laughs> and the worst person not currently in Afghanistan, Matt Siani. Hermes, bitch. I don't wait. What did what did that person say? Hermes, she, bitch. I don't know what that was. It was the brand of uh, bag that she had. Okay. She was an Hermes bitch. I would also believe like Hermes bitch is like a Turkish soccer player, but it is a <laughs> uh, Yeah, Stephen Hermes is uh, it's spelled like Hermes, but said with an accent. So maybe you've encountered that when you're looking at Birkin bags online. I know you love to do that. I generally love shopping online, and the only thing I love more than shopping online is bags. Talking about drop dead diva. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you did some good shopping online when you watched the finale of this show. Correct, <laughs> because I bought this. I bought this on Google Play for so two dollars. 
It's going to be really fun when Google Play shuts down its library one day. And you're like, did I even own anything in there? And you see you own only the finale of Drop you Dead got, Diva. You get an email like ahead of time from Google being like, your, your Drop Dead Diva away. will expire. <laughs> it makes sense that, to spend $2 on this because it does feel like a thing that you put on for an airplane ride, maybe. Yeah. Sure. You're like, I had limited options. It was an eight-hour flight. So I I did the STARS trial on Apple TV, and the number of steps that it put me through, it almost felt like it was like, you know what you're doing. Like, this is, are you okay? Do you, like, it was, like, seconds away from putting up, like, the suicide hotline and being like, help is out there. You have the Criterion channel on your Apple TV. What are you doing? (laughs) It's just like, there's like a Wong Kar Wai movie directly above you you haven't seen. You could just do that. You know, Annette's down the street at the theater. You could check that out. Listen, there's other things you could. It's beautiful outside today, Ian. Like, it's just like, it just starts flashing. It's just like, it's 74 and there's no humidity. Go on a bike ride. Call a friend. I was like, no, I know what I have to do. Uh, Matt. Yeah. It was your pick this week. Tell us why. You picked Drop Dead Diva, and I want the honest answer as to why you picked Drop Dead Diva. Why? <laughs> uh, as I said, Travis made me, because he made me wake up at nine in the morning to talk about Power oh, Rangers. That, that <laughs> it wasn't was that he had to watch Power Rangers, that he had to wake up early. He had to wake up at a normal human time. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, it, this was nothing but a punishment pick. I didn't think anybody was going to like it. I think I have a higher tolerance for shows that I dislike <laughs> than everybody else here. Like, I could easily sit through this kind of shit. But uh, how, how I came to choose this one specifically is it was one of the longer-running Lifetime shows. Is that what channel it was on? It's Lifetime original yes. series. Yeah, yeah, I was going through IMDb, and try- what I was really trying to find was, like, the show that was the furthest... Like I tried to follow as many links as I could down the rabbit hole of shows I had not heard of uh, until I found one that seemed appropriately diabolical. You're like looking at you're you're at the hot in Cleveland Wikipedia page and you just start clicking on links. You may also like that one. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the it's like the fucking souls game click thing where you just click 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 and it gets more and more gruesome as you continue yeah. to click yes. the nose yes. just starts yeah, like, yeah. like so falling I, into I clicked the worst and... one on every you may also like like, <laughs> yes. like yes. seven layers deep if there's someone who listens to this podcast who likes this show uh, we are sorry. <laughs> we're sorry that we're talking about this show that you like this way. Yeah, I'm Don't like, worry. Se- do you like secretly do tons of women watch this show? Was that really it? And we just are that out of touch. <laughs> if there was less fat, if there was less fat shaming, this show is isn't even like in the bottom third of the shows we've watched. But, Except for all the fat shaming. Yeah, all, well, all it's, the, but and it's like about the weird, body positivity. Like, it's about how fat shaming is a bad thing to do. But there's also Except this weird like fat oh, of people oh, essentialism. The pos- yeah. Yeah, they well, really okay, they listen. really simplify a lot of things that aren't that simple. Listen, and then they don't <laughs> <Such> also. <as. laughs> then they also ask a lot of questions that don't seem to get answered. This yeah, this show is more existentially challenging than like the Good Places, but literally because the Good Place correct. tries to answer the questions in the And this this makes me like I again I have not sat down and written 
does essence proceed does, or sorry my note is does this sidestep the question of does essence proceed existence because boy <laughs> so, it seems to i yeah. might watch andre guys- tarkovsky's <laughs> drop dead diva would you guys, would you guys, you need to just let me know when my presentation on Rene Descartes is apt. I have it. <laughs> just whenever it fits in the podcast. I, listen, this is not a bit. Uh, <laughs> do you want to do this now? Okay. Drop Dead Diva was uh, a American legal comedy drama fantasy <laughs> television show, which that's All how you the know best your, stuff when it's together. That uncut <laughs> primo <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just give us more adjectives. More. What are we, what can we, procedural, I guess, could be tacked in there, I bet, too. Uh, it kind of felt like one in the finale. Yeah. Well, At yeah, times. I I had the moment where I was like, holy fuck, is this just a high-concept procedural? Is this just the highest concept? Is this, like, the it's whole, like, It's legally blonde in... with fucking angels. That undersells it, Travis. But, uh, it aired on Lifetime from July 12th, 2009 to June 22nd, 2014. Uh, it was created by Josh Berman, and it stars Brooke Elliott as Jane, a plus-sized lawyer whose body is inhabited by the soul of a fashion model. Which is an oversimplification and, I think, a misunderstanding of what is happening in this television show. And I am ready to get Correct. into it before we talk about plot at all. Yeah, I agree. So, St. Thomas Aquinas said that the... Hell yeah. A, a human is, is, is matter and form. Form being sort of a, another way of talking about the soul. Uh, but An unquantifiable being... He believed that while there was something different about the soul and a body, your soul could not exist without a body. And that the rapture was going to be when souls came back and inhabited bodies uh, in order to see the second coming of Christ. And, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about what that means. But he didn't really see it as... uh, And he was one of the only, like, Christian philosophers that got written about before, like... 1300 in, in this sort of way uh, that talked about this sort of idea uh, and his his thing was your soul just kind of is floating in the ether you aren't thinking you aren't being it doesn't you aren't you are not but your soul still exists somewhere uh, until it comes back into your body now hmm. so here the quote is the the separated intellectual soul is neither man nor a human person I don't know what the layperson believed at this time but the point is this is what he believed. Now, Descartes came in. <laughs> We're talking about Drop Dead Diva, and Stephen just says the line, I do not know what the layperson believes at this time. Let's fucking go! Descartes came in and fucked this all up. And he did so in a way that has ripples that are are so prevalent in our society, our being American, Western, whatever you want to say, uh, so much so everywhere, but especially in fucking sci-fi, and and I know that calling this sci-fi is a big leap, but no. <laughs> I think you guys <laughs> understand, <laughs> understand kind of what I mean. So Descartes, we all know him. He was the I think before the I think before I am. I think therefore I am guy. Uh, I think before French I dude. am. Stephen <laughs> indicates that existence <laughs> precedes essence which is what i'm going to talk about in a minute but yes he was one of those guys who in like 
the 1700s or whatever it was. Is that right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be embarrassed if that's not right. I think earlier than um, that for Descartes, uh, if I recall correctly, but we'd have to look up really quick. Sorry, 17th century. <sighs> that stuff gets confusing to me. So the 17th century. So he, so he did a bunch of, he did a bunch of good work on calculating equations for the length of curves. And when, before the last couple centuries, everybody who was good at math decided that they knew what it was to exist. Uh, that was the whole thing. If you were a mathematician, you had to also be a philosopher. And, you know, we talk about the Cartesian plane. That's where we draw graphs. He was a good math dude. He did helpful stuff that we still use in math, but he fucked our whole understanding of the human mind up. So Cartesian dualism says there are two types of substances, physical and the mind. He truly believed that everything was either matter or or like physical matter or thinking matter. And these were the two mm. things. He, he, he held that bodies are are spatially extended substances, incapable of feeling or thought, and minds, in contrast, are unextended thinking-feeling substances. And you can see the ripples of that in every part of our society, especially when coupled with the Christian version of a soul. So, to, to give you an idea of, of, the, of the, the evidence that he, that he provided when people would prompt him, this is a direct quote. Uh, well, it probably got translated. I have, a I have a clear and distinct idea of myself as a thinking non-extended thing and a clear and distinct idea of a body as an extended and non-thinking thing. Whatever I can conceive of clearly and distinctly, God can so create. Boom. Well, yeah. so his, Boom. So, so his logic was, I thought of it, and, and it, it makes sense to me, and if something makes sense to me, that means God can do it. Therefore, that's the truth. And we and we, yeah. and people couldn't people didn't know how to respond to that. So they that's, were like, "That's a great anyway, take." Anyway, total bullshit. The problem with with so we call this mind body dualism. Problem with mind body dualism from a neurological perspective, especially in a world that accepts it very heavily, while people are trying to study neuroscience, is how they interact. How does thinking stuff cause physical non-thinking stuff to move and interact with it and we call this the mind-body problem so the mind-body problem is the biggest problem with uh with the what we call cartesian dualism his answer for this was that spirits interacted through the body through the pineal gland a small gland in the center of the brain between the two hemispheres now this has had a huge ripple effect in our society what the pineal gland actually does is responsible for brightness cues, regulating your sleep schedule, producing melatonin, and yeah. uh, body temperature regulation. So why yeah. do you think Descartes thought that, that that was where the spirit was interacting with the brain? My theory is, number one, the endocrine system is confusing and harder to determine. So he was just like, what, that, what does that do? It doesn't do anything. We didn't know what it did. And it's, in the, it's really in the middle. It's in the yeah, middle of your head. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just right in the middle. <laughs> It's right in the fucking middle, and it's actually beyond the blood-brain barrier in some ways. So, uh, so that's my explanation. Now, this, this, I, I won't go too far into this, but because of this, a lot of 
spiritual, quote unquote, the people who describe themselves as spiritual, think that your pineal gland is your third eye. And this relates to biology in a way that quite literally in some lizards and fish, their pineal gland is their third eye. If, if a fish has a third eye that's on top of its head because it's responsible for figuring out time of day and, esta- and establishing circadian rhythms, that's mostly their pineal gland. So, so then your third eye center, which was responsible for, you know, it's one of your chakras and it's responsible for interacting with the spiritual realm and the people believe this. And then you get into the fact that fluoride causes calcification of your pineal gland, which can fuck you with your sleep schedule. But if you ask uh, a particular people, it is preventing you from, it makes you, it makes you, uh, what's the word? Uh, influenceable and prevents you from connecting with the spiritual realm and prevents you from from escalating and and being too tied to the physical world and all these things. So basically, Descartes uh, fucked things up by saying that that God is in your pineal gland. Now, how, what does this have to do with Drop Dead Diva? Yeah, bring so, it back. Bring it back. Sorry, I just, I just, I wanted to talk about the consequences that Cartesian dualism has had on society sure. because it's something I'm passionate about, and I never talk about actors. Uh, I don't know anything about actors. <laughs> <laughs> These are Stephen's actors, the various yeah. parts of the brain. <laughs> so, devasion dualism is this idea that that's coming from diva that's, from drop to okay. diva. Um, uh, <laughs> I thought that was a real term and I was going to make it, but now I'm glad to know. <laughs> uh, is, is the idea that while there is dualism between the mind and the body, the soul contains nothing but episodic memories. Uh, you are your episodic memories while yeah. the matter, the physical stuff, the, the, what, what your neurons contain your your semantic and your uh, procedural memory. Yeah. As we can see, the model goes into the lawyer's brain and retains her memories, but also gains all of the procedural and semantic knowledge. So effectively, we have expanded the part of your brain that is God and and reduce the part of your brain that is matter. So your pineal gland, uh, along with your hippocampus and your amygdala uh, and, and and some other parts, are now God, uh, a, 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 your soul or your spirit, while the remainder of your brain is meat. Uh, and I thought this was a very fascinating take on it. I imagine that we're going to be talking a lot about this because body swapping, Freaky Friday, all this stuff, fucking altered carbon, you know, these yeah. sorts of things are so common in, I wanted to altered get this out because these sorts of, doesn't quite fit, I think. Well, they have a different take on it. Oh, okay. Okay. I, cause I was like, I don't know if that's on tra- what the, straight on body what the swap, soul- but yeah. Well, they, they put people's consciousness in other places. Okay. Yes. Other than in that your body. Sense, yes. But those are kind of just shells, uh, I think. So that's, that's why I was like, I don't know if that matches up because I don't know if the but, previous person had an identity, which is what is key to discussing the ridiculous right. deep philosophy of this show. Because this, this show basically traits a human soul as if it was like a tea bag of some sorts that could be removed <laughs> and you still have the previous person like there's yeah. that yes. there that 
There's yes. but there's a tea bag and you can use it again and you can put it in a different yes. tea and you can make a second new thing that contains elements of both, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Drop Dead Diva has gerrymandered the brain in order to <laughs> yes. like draw certain lines around and say if we insert this here. It says that our knowledge and our skills are not tied in necessarily to our identity and ourselves. Again, right. that's why I was like, genuinely. Only like, our memories. It is, yeah, our memories are what are us, which I guess sort of makes sense in a way, but also then our memories should contain our skills. So we have certain skills that are apparently ingrained into the body. That's yes. why I was genuinely, like, it's a dumb joke that I like to say a bunch of does ex existence precede essence, which is sort of the central claim of existentialism. Uh, you know, and the idea that um, that human beings, through consciousness, through our identity, create a, a, a meaning of life and a value and create ourself, and that we do not inherently possess anything like that. You know, we do not we do not come into the world fully formed creatures where, where there's the essence of a thing that is this fundamental self, uh, right. and and our being is is what's shaped by that, and instead our 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 existence is what shapes that, and. Drop Dead Diva, yeah. to I guess its credit, just goes, no, 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 no. It's not that easy. And throws that in the fucking <laughs> trash can. <laughs> and it's just like, you are a series of memories and you are a body. And if a yeah. series of memories were to enter your body, it would not have access to those memories, but would have access to your skills. Now, I do not know what part of the self is the skills. Is that a third idea? Because your memories are your skills. Your, your memories your die with you. Well, actually, Ian, there is there is a lot to a very very. Set. You can have you're, a we're lesion. We're skating to the end of the bones episode again now. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, have, yeah, yeah. We are. You're which right, is you're why right. which is why I wanted to talk about this in this way because it's going to be relevant again. So next time I mention uh, the mind body problem, everyone's going to know exactly what that is. <laughs> can we also talk about where does the <laughs> what is the implication that. Um, oh, wait, what we should have done right before is we should have at least said, yeah, so like a dead model gets put into a plus right. size Right, so lawyer. yeah, the premise we of the show is, yeah, so yes, let me, let me get to do it. We did, so we yeah, did, so we did, we did, we did. Yes, the model oh, dead, who's okay. audition, auditioning for The Price is Right, and then, uh, you know, drives her car into a grapefruit truck and dies, and... Uh, oh, was it grapefruits? Yeah, it, it was, was grapefruit, because yeah. the whole thing grapefruit, and I, around the same time, the lawyer Jane gets shot uh, at her at work by a guy who had a beef with her uh, boss at her law firm, and oh, yeah. Deb is Deb is going through processing basically to get into the afterlife, and A discovers that she has never done a good deed or a bad act in her life, which. <laughs> <laughs> don't know Good how that's possible or what they qualify this is, this as. Is some, I, guess this is some, I guess they mean like they're much more serious about what is a good deed and a, or a bad yeah. act than, like, the, than the good place yeah, which is just like taking just like, every tiny action yeah 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 and she hits a button in frustration and winds up going in the, the body of Jane and the one thing I was going to ask that they mentioned specifically is that she gains Jane's IQ yeah, which yeah. has its own, which is its own fuzzy pseudoscientific concept. I mean, IQ with, is bullshit. Yeah. yeah, nothing. Wait, hold on. Nothing Stephen or I have said before is pseudoscientific. I just want that note. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, 
I'm just saying the <laughs> The mind-body problem, mind-body dualism is not pseudo-scientific. It kind of is. No, I was going to say it's an ongoing, like, philosophical but, conversation. Right. I, I was going to ask of where does IQ science. fit into this, or like what part of... Yeah, I so, agree so with that. It, it seems like she's gotten her visuospatial sketch pad and and sort of just where you the parts of your brain that are responsible and your phonogenetic loop and and these things that are responsible for m- maintaining information in order to problem solve. And so this part, that's why I'm talking, it's just jandy, gerrymandering. It's, you get this, you get this, you get this, you get this. This part is Deb, this part is Jane, this part is Deb, this part is Jane. And and honestly, I don't mind, because, because like, I, they're basically like, whatever's convenient for the story we want to tell. Which, and then, you know what? Okay, but here's the other thing, and they probably I do get to this episode upsetting. that we don't watch. I think they actually do, because I glanced at the, the oddly semi-detailed TV tropes page for this show. <laughs> uh, why wouldn't, why what happened to Jane's soul? You, Where'd Jane's soul go? Well, Jane died. We are talking Jane about found Jane peace. Just went into, Jane just went Jane 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 left. went to, Jane did a lot and of good acts. She went straight and, to heaven. Yeah, and 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 Deb was inserted directly into Janine, Jane Jane Jane's pineal gland and like Ian yeah. said, that pineal gland had a tea bag effect on the rest <laughs> of her brain and it just sort of when you it say just like a tea bag of... effect, I'm just imagining. Yeah. <laughs> she she bagged Jane. She killed she killed Jane at Halo and then <laughs> went and celebrated. It's like the brain is a hard drive. Actually, though, I have the answer for this just because I was. I, I mean, I have the Wikipedia page up because I use that for info, and it has okay. this actually very prominently in the Wikipedia page when you scroll down. Okay, um, but okay, I'm interested. La- that's lame. Yes. Oh. The answer is that the uh, the real Jane reappears in somebody else's body. Yeah. They're just oh constantly overriding human consciousness. They have no regard. Oh this man! Imagine having Jane's memories of being put into a low IQ body. That would be horrible. Mm, but what if? But what if she was really hot? Damn, that's a good point, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this show clearly is is all about is all about like don't worry. People who aren't hot have value too. We swear, yeah, which is yeah. a really good message. God. You can either be hot or smart. That is That's society. Right. And oh god, I I was I was I well I, I I somebody told somebody very unironically said there was a person who was very hot who was a total mess and a disaster that I was interacting with recently, and then somebody was just like, "Well, you can't be both." And then I watched this show, and I was like, "You know, this is a." a <laughs> a very widespread belief. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's why this show like, was so popular and why it's so like, just like ingrained in the American consciousness. So Matt. Yeah. Are you hot or smart? <laughs> I think I'm smart. You're smart. I think so. Okay. <laughs> in, in certain Steven with the, Steven I'm a very with high the Kevin IQ. Hart. <laughs> no, I said, I said, damn, damn, <laughs> damn. Yeah, easily the funniest hey, thing Kevin Hart has ever done. Travis, are you hot or smart? I went to gifted school. I feel like we know the answer. <laughs> it's that I'm hot. Of course. I was there. It was, it was a. It was a thing to pump out future hotties. We had to learn how to navigate as hot people. We had to be in separate kind of classes with the different. Without the same kind of structure that that others have, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing for. that makes someone. There's nothing that makes someone more gifted 
than being hot. That's a gift conversation. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Ian, are you smart or hot? Well, ain't that the question, really? There's the rub. Yeah, there was a lot of Shakespeare uh, meditation on this as well. Uh, what's also fun is as we were shouting about this, this uh, you know, mind-body dualism, we neglected to mention also then that it happens with Grayson into the body of Ian, where he yeah. also becomes an incredibly talented piano player, and he's into, yeah. oh, but it's also not in the sense where he's aware that he's a but piano player. But that's consistent. Yes, but Jane, like, calls in the knowledge when she is referring to, like, the legalese, you know, and, and having these moments of just, like, oh, I know all of these things. Ian literally just sits down at a piano, and his hands start working almost muscle independent. Memory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, That's it's, some it's of the pure worst muscle memory. piano playing I've ever seen. <laughs> I, love a, I love a good, obvious uh, hand substitute. I think that's one of that's one of my favorite things in TV or movies when they're like, "Oh, piano, zoom in on hands." Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there was one on the originals where Elijah was playing the piano, and they didn't even show his hands; they just showed like the piano right in front of like chest level, and him behind it, and he just kind of like rocked his chest back and forth as though like <laughs> uh, below. Can we all? What? That's like you there's an him. old live. Vi- there's an old video of Muse playing on a TV show yes, where they have to mime and they just intentionally yeah, just go. <laughs> Can we just take a moment, though, and talk about the fact that Matt said the name Elijah in the originals like that was supposed to mean something to the rest of us? Like, we're all like, right, yes, that's of his, course. That's Elijah his Vampire Diaries spinoff he's watching, right? Well, yes. okay, I finished it. Okay. And also, Elijah was in the Vampire Diaries, too. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's, he's a pretty known cultural touch point. Yeah, you have touch to open side. the door for him at Passover. Um, That's right. You have to should invite we get him into in. The actual, should we talk about the actual... No, like, because we, this we is we all much more interesting than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine not so doing So much more interesting. We, like... I, I, I mean... It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I feel like right now? I feel like, I feel like I'm standing at a pool and... And it's it's just not warm. It's not a warm pool. I'm having a great conversation with my friend, and every once in a while, one of us puts our foot in the pool, and we're like, <laughs> and we get out, and then keep having that conversation. And that pool is the plot of Drop Dead Diva. <laughs> we're like, oh, but we're having such a good time out of the pool. Like, we really need to get in. But the pool. we all have our yeah. trunks on. Yeah, like, we, we do all have our trunks on. We do. Like, we came know, here because like, we were invited to the pool party. And everyone else <laughs> I is actually, like, I actually forgot. Water. I actually forgot my trunks. I'm, I have my underwear on. I'm standing <laughs> out. That's, that's the poor audio quality. Yeah. Uh, sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> we're, really, we're bending over backwards to make this really fit. Uh, I, I've said this before. I think it's, and, and like, it's okay, another thing that I, I love to reference uh, mostly because it's, uh, incredibly stupid and funny. Um, and, and we'll bring this up every now and then when talking about shows where I'll say this has Kingdom Hearts energy, but this does truly also have Kingdom Hearts energy in its nature of consciousness, where there are just other consciousnesses running around in bodies, and you're just like, what does any of this mean? And they're like, well, we have... A, there's, a le- there's a courtroom drama that we need to answer. Like, the part where I really had that revelation was when Jane 
or Deb. Again, I don't know which one to call them in the show. You just call her, she just calls her Jane most of the show, though, I think. Yeah, yeah. well, there's there's this part at the end when she's like, oh, I'm mourning Deb. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that oh, was God. that broke me. When she's just like, well, yeah, I'm mourning my past self. And I was like, what are you? you are she did go to her entity. own funeral. You are Piranesi. You are in a distinct identity that has been created in this moment. Also, when she just goes and visits her friend and she's like, so I died and I came back to life. And her friend is like, honey, we shouldn't go out. You won't get in the club. And not like, you have just confirmed the existence of an afterlife. There exists a world beyond this world that is attainable through our actions on this one. And she's just like, let's just drink a martini at home. Not like, I need Ah! to walk to the ocean and think about what you've said. (laughs) Maybe they're going to talk about that over martinis. Like, you would do that if I died and I came back in the body of a stranger to your home but knew all the stuff about you. revealed that I had been to the afterlife and was back here. You'd be like, you would go make a drink. You would immediately go make a drink. I wouldn't be like, oh, chocolate martinis, let's go to the club. I would be like, you're telling me you died and Ben Feldman was there. And you're like, Ben Feldman. I'm like, Ben He's Feldman? everywhere. It's amazing how many things he pops up in. He's a my guardian angel. And then I'm just like, is he here now? And you're like, no. And I'm like, what? No, they interact materially with, physically with people. That yeah. The himbo guy in the last episode was her guardian angel at that time also. What? Who was also what? a roommate. Yes. What? Yes. I just thought he was just... Tall is her third guardian angel. She goes her through third. three over the course of the series. What's happening to the previous ones? <laughs> they got reassigned. Is this like an agent? Yeah, I, I think ben, like- I think Ben Feldman probably gets kicked upstairs. He talks about how he got demoted to Guardian Angel from Gatekeeper, even though Guardian Angel seems like a way more fun, if probably arduous job than Gatekeeper. I mean, is. Yeah, that's why Gatekeeper's like work. definitely like a sort of management position. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Guardian Angels are yeah. unionized? No. And, this, and do you think this, God yes. is antagonistic no, toward wait, unions? Yes. yes. No, guardian angels are certainly unionized now that I think about it. I'm fairly sure that the chorus of angels are actually just a union. Stephen, you were starting to say is, my name. Yeah, this is what I'm going to call the talking animal problem. And that's and that's <laughs> if every single show that had a talking animal spent 10 minutes going, that's a fucking talking animal! Well, I would get so bored. Like, I'm tired of that. I don't need that anymore. Just move on. We've accepted yes, the premise of right. the show. More yeah. shows, but more shows have talking animals. Not many shows have this many thorny questions about consciousness, and I just need somebody else to be like me in that moment and be like, I'm sorry, who are you? Like, someone needs to ask her that. It's a show where and it was literally explained to the pilot, don't tell anyone this because they'll think you're crazy. So it's established that that's weird in universe. It's not like Brian maybe, the maybe, talking dog. It's maybe just... season four, episode six... She goes, oh my god, am I Deb or am I Jane? And that's the like the least popular one of the whole of the whole thing. It's just nobody likes that. Am I am I all. Luigi or am I Waluigi? Yeah, the Ingmar Bergman directed episode of Drop Dead Diva uh, did not go over would, well. I would love a black and white 
two. It's like a two shot of Jane talking to the camera and Deb looking out the side talking to her. Also, you you got to feel for the actress who plays Deb, where you're like, so I was just cast as the lead of this show. Wait a minute, I guess I'm only going to be for twenty like- minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And then, well, and then she gets to do the montage at the end of the episode, which feels very yeah. detective's dead wife, as it's just clips of her, like, <laughs> smiling and twirling It's a the dress. great relationship where they just took photos at things that they were at, which felt like a, like, That's, could be viewed as, like, a cynical commentary, if anything. I love Damn. to just take photos Remember we took friends. a selfie at these locations? Yeah. Had a great time. But, like, that's what you have the photos for. Your memory is not taking the photo. No, your, her memory is the photo. Can we also talk about um, getting shot at work, going to the hospital, and then just going back to work the next day? I, so, okay, yeah. So <laughs> Is it the next we, we day? Oh, okay, okay. No, it's the same yeah. day. Okay, well, it's like it's the same the day. Same day? <laughs> okay. So, okay. Okay. So, here's my big problem with this whole thing. So, in universe, she gets shot and killed, right? Yes. Yes. She Jane, le- she legally Jane, dies, but she doesn't Jane have. Is, Jane is shot and killed, and then Deb's consciousness comes to inhabit comes teabags Deb. Yes, and and then the doctor Jane. looks at her chart. Sorry, teabags Jane, and the doctor looks at Jane's chart and says, "Oh well, the bullet just grazed her," huh. and the nurse is like, "She just flatlined," and he's like, "Oh well, it, the equipment malfunctioned." It's so he's was there like, was there like, because- was there like a denuralizer Men in Black aspect to all this? <laughs> like, did there he- might, yeah, there might, there <laughs> like, might be he- because of the po- the intervention of like the heavens. I feel like could, that could happen. No, clearly they're a non-interventionist <laughs> god by and large. No, uh- right? Because this all happened and God was because it seems like the guy from Superstore came down and was like, and like Jedi mind tricked him to be like, it was just grazed didn't infect her much but he just missed the nurse like he just like ignored the nurse because that's the only way that interaction makes any sense to me is if one of them was tampered with and the other was not (laughs) i i okay yeah so this is uh so uh well before we even get into the the semantics of the shooting i just have to do the the let's talk about the way this is shot moment because the way they shoot her getting shot is hilarious because there's zero yeah. tension. I mean, I guess we know. No, this yeah, she has just gets die, shot. But <laughs> oh, like, it's so she bizarre. Walks out, oh, it's so she bizarre. Walks out, Margaret Cho is ducked underneath the table. There's a guy pointing a gun at her, and he's just like, I'm here for your boss. He slept with my wife. And then it just, just like rack focus of just like focus on the gunman. Unfocus out, focus on her. Cut immediately to the guy who's like, I didn't know that she was married. Cut back to the gunman. Like, they just do a lot of the, like, oh, let's just switch the focus to a different person in this moment. Oh, and she's going to step forward and trip and get shot. And then suddenly we're like, well, that was it. Like, there's no regard for this character. (laughs) There's no interest or buildup. Here's what I'll say is I kind of appreciate it on the level that... We knew she was going to die, right? We At yes. that point, and if you're following the show, you understand that she's definitely going to die. And so they didn't, like, treat us like dummies. They were like, all right, you guys know. Ah, you know she's going to die. Here it is. Like, <laughs> Here it is. She's getting shot. This isn't the tone. This isn't the tone we're trying to establish. Like, uh, yeah. Jane, she's a, she's a plus-sized woman. She loves donuts. 
she's got Just, low she's self-esteem, with... but she's so smart. Uh, that's that's what this show sets her up as. She's not really a character in that moment. She's a she is a a, a, a sausage waiting to get stuffed with the consciousness of another. Ugh. Does Jane have a family? Like sisters, brothers, no parents. One, I mean, I'm sure. Does she okay, have so close friends? One thing I did learn from the TV tropes page is at some point her mother dies, and. Deb Jane doesn't like know her mother or like care about that kind of thing, and then like Jane's soul or old Jane and the body of a new person or whatever the fuck gets mad at her for not telling her or something. Hmm. So she's got parents, but she doesn't seem to have close relationships with other people besides Margaret Cho. Hmm. She's just she's the perfect slate to have somebody inhabit. There you have no friends, no history. They're they're a ghost. Weirdly made me think of Zoolander when they were like, we need someone who has, is just like a blank slate, has no idea, like, <laughs> about it's going to work. Someone incredibly stupid. And it's, uh, so she's a ghost who ha- has to eat donuts, like, biologically. She, gets, she develops, like, like, the cravings for sugar and stuff that, like, Jane has, that Deb has trained herself out of as part of her strict dietary regimen here's another okay so in the pilot she's got two cases and you know what's the problem with this pilot that's too much going on she has two cases and is now a different person yeah (laughs) like this felt a lot like the pilot of burn notice where just like they tried to do too many things (laughs) and that was like an hour and 20 minutes yeah, this I know. Is 40, 47. 47. <laughs> like, it's just this thing where, like, uh, 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 Simon from Firefly shows up and his wife has died. And so she's going to trial for that. And you're like, okay, sure. I guess that's where she can contemplate grief. And, like, the fact that, you know, a part of her died, even though she still lives. And that's very weird and upsetting and confusing. But then there's also, like, also, she's representing this woman whose husband cheated on her and is getting a divorce. Uh, so that's something to do while, all right. So that's a Which way are for two her to wildly do. different kind of like. Does she just? Yeah, she's she not specialized in anything. She's doing yeah. A she's uh, suing she's a pharmaceutical genius. company and divorce court. She's like one the of those uh, people who has like seven PhDs. They just need to show yeah. how smart she is. But yeah, so she's doing that. She knows math just, really well, apparently. But it's she's just brilliant. Brilliant. It's like oh, this is this is you know a way for her to be like oh I'm gonna you know learn to be inspired in my new body and you're just like why you didn't there's too much crammed into this guys just strip some of this back uh and also her ex well no not her ex her her fiance <laughs> yes but but or her not fiance because he hadn't proposed he yet, was he died, was going to yeah he was gonna yeah, ask the question wait what do you but what do you say pop like, the question what do you say her what do people for, say? yeah pop yeah, the yeah, yeah yeah that's one way. but her, like her former boyfriend because she died, but didn't die, and I don't know what the relationship. Well, he is doesn't know then. that. Yeah, you know. Right. So that's why I was trying to figure out what word to use. I was like, yeah, it's very confusing. Uh, he, you know, yeah. Has do, you refer, do you refer to if your your partner dies while you're together? Are they your ex? I don't. They're, yeah, I don't they're, know. You're, you're just, <laughs> they're your yes widow. Former yeah. I was, but it's anyways. <laughs> He's like, oh, I've got a job at a new law firm. Surprise, it's this law firm that you work at now, except you don't know, and you can't tell me, even though you told someone before and there was only a slap on the wrist. I'm just... Yeah. 
And then later, maybe she, she knows uh, yeah. that this guy would be too judgmental. This guy would think she's too crazy. No, it makes sense. I don't think it's that. I think that it's that she doesn't want to tell her partner that she's in another body because she doesn't have enough confidence in herself to believe that it was her mind that was attracting her mm. partner and not yeah. her body. So in another body, because imagine the devastation of being like, hey, it's me, it's Deb in this body, and your partner being like, oh, I'm not attracted to you, Deb, because you're fat or whatever. Yeah. Uh, do you guys, did you guys notice that, this, that, that the introduction to Jane and the end of the fucking episode were different version different yes. songs called big Dur- girls don't cry yes <laughs> both uh. they, they they did they they introduced jane to uh. big girls don't yeah, four seasons cry. i believe yeah and then and then you get fergie at the Jesus end and i was like Christ. guys just fucking quit it <laughs> those songs are about being grown up not fat <laughs> Oh my god. They're not about being fat. They're about being aged. <laughs> the shows. Does anyone have anything else to say about the pilot? Because um having I don't understand the point of like this will help you in your divorce court as if you do the booty pop and well, trying to give her, uh, trying to give her some confidence. I guess. Oh, I just figured out who that person was. was. Oh, and then also they literally they just they just do the legally blonde climax at the pharmaceutical work. She's uh, Tyler Tyler Lockwood's mom in Vampire Diaries. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Christ. Oh, Oh, yeah, you got Jesus Christ in stereo there, Matt, from that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, why is the jury determining the exact numbers of the settlement? I don't think that that's how that works. That's not how that works. I don't know how the, that works. The court, getting out of uh, the court does that. court no, shit no. in this show is okay. amazing. Okay, Travis, you know that that shit, that's not, it, it isn't how it works. That's not yeah. how it works. Normally, also, the, the jury finds you guilty or not guilty, and then the and then the judge determines the appropriate penalty. That's You know nope, that's how it works. Now. Nope. <laughs> not anymore. Let's do yet another question I, raised I, by this I show. Watch, yeah, I watched this show and like they were like, so here's some court stuff, and I still was just like, how, who, is she? <laughs> who is she? Also, I just that would have been, been a that would have been a really a great d- interesting she's, way. She's driving, she's driving and talking on the phone and shit again, and I was like, it'd be so funny if she just died again, and then they like put her in a different body. Also, okay, this is gonna sound very stupid. Uh, I'm hot, by the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Was did they just have the actress Brooke? What's her name? Brooke Elliot. Brooke Elliot. Pride of Western Michigan University. Did they have her do just like an impression of Deb's character? Was that sort of what happened? A little bit, at least the beginning. Yeah, it kind of felt like Face Off. You know, yeah, like I think doing an impression. she, she, She changed. She definitely changed her tenor like she changed her and i was for one second i was like they didn't adr her voice in and i was like no 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 they didn't God. and so uh which would have been a very interesting way to do this show <laughs> if, they'd if they had had to do a whole <laughs> show like that holy shit <laughs> so do we, so do we like the pilot yeah would anybody this? watch this <laughs> I, it was so it was so upsetting uh, I like this. I mean, I swear to God, I liked this more than I liked 
probably half the shows we've watched. I really did. I mean, like, I, I like thinking I about had a this good time. I had more fun watching this than I did Burn brain. Notice. This this is the third I was on philosophy. I was on philosophy Wikipedia for the entire finale. Just <laughs> oh, were you at were you just at uh, Plato.stanford.edu? Uh, I just I'm just letting you know. No, I wasn't, but I was I was googling. I was I was I was trying to embodied consciousness. You know, that's it, it's I, an interest of mine. I just did a master's on yeah. it, you guys. It's funny that it's just like, so, you know, I, 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 I've been doing what I do. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies, and it's just, it's funny to have watched, like, AI, artificial intelligence, and then this in, like, a week and a half, and be like, many of the same questions I have are being raised <laughs> again. <laughs> like, what would is you, the nature of consciousness? Would you believe that this show has a reboot corner? Oh, fuck. Fuck off. Oh, or not Reboot Corner. This is re- Sorry, this God. is the offshoot of Reboot Corner Remake Corner. Fuck uh, off. Which in... Is it at least 20- like a Latin American remake? Uh, no, it is South Korean. I know. Ah, okay. In, in, 2017, in 2017, South Korean TV network NBC announced that it will broadcast a local remake of the series titled Goddess of the Court. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a way better name. Yeah. Jointly produced by Sony Pictures Television and local production company Redwoods, the company behind the hit 2015-2016 TV series Six Flying Dragons. Uh, sure. It is planned for broadcast on the network's Wednesday-Thursday primetime slot in early 2018. When Travis. are we watching a K-drama on this Wait, was that written in the podcast? future? That was written in We've future We've got to watch tense. a K-drama on this podcast. I just think no one has updated this portion yeah. of the Wikipedia page <laughs> since 2017. Travis, Travis I'm going to need you to tell me what Six Flying Dragons is about. And I'm I assume martial arts right related. Uh... Um, I can't wait for you to be like, yeah, the six flying dragons are actually just six titans of industry. The story tells about the foundation of the Joseon Joseon dynasty in Korea and ambitions, success, and conflicts of several real and fictional people with a focus on the young (sighs) prince Yi Bongwon. Hell fucking yeah. Okay. And it has a fucking dope poster. It served as a loose prequel to Deep Rooted Tree. Well. The show we all love. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> the other show that keeps being brought up at all of all of your parties that you can't yeah. just like ah, i haven't seen deep rooted tree yet i would love uh, if like k-pop stands start just diving really deep into korean culture and like do get into these kind of shows and like korean cinema it's like as adults i would love that as well. idea. Uh, are we ready to go right into the finale Hell yeah, because we talk about cryptids. I'm excited yeah, yeah. for that. Is, we got a whole Getting, new set of questions that need to be answered. So I got the text from you, Travis, before I watched any of the show. And you said, I can't wait to talk about cryptids. And then I watched the pilot and I was like, what the fuck's going to happen in the finale? Because <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess that there's like maybe a reference to the fact that cryptids exist because of the fact that there's like an afterlife. Maybe there's just a joke. No, wait, what's going to happen? It is also fun that the show presents and you're just like, yeah, it's an idiot for thinking that, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, Bigfoot, isn't that silly? And then I just had to a moment shout at myself, angels really, it, are real in it this also, show. Also, it really doesn't. If we want to go straight into that plot point, that yeah, uh, what I want to I mean, do before we, get into, before we get into the crypto talk, I just want to say I was wrong uh, going into this finale. I didn't, you know, I didn't know much about the show. And I, I assumed we were going to get a to paraphrase, paraphrase Clickhole, click I, I felt that there was actually a decent chance that we would wind up with the, the this plus-size model was inspiring, and then they lost 100 pounds, which was also <laughs> inspiring. Like, I really <laughs> expected that to happen, especially yeah. because as I was looking through, they weren't showing photos of Jane, or at least, like, who I immediately recognized as Jane, 
Jane, putting yeah. air quotes on that one, uh, in, in the little like previews I was seeing. So I was like, wait, is this Jane? Did that actress lose a bunch of weight? And that was inspiring. <laughs> she was perfect before, but also is perfect now. Like I was really <laughs> expecting that. And then I was like, oh, no, it's the it, it. she looks mostly the same, which was a surprise to me. Yeah. Started doing the so, Deb makeup. Yeah, she's doing, which is, is frankly, not working for her. Yeah, it doesn't like, look that great. Blush, that blush is very garish. It's <laughs> <laughs> not into it. I'm not sure if I believe Deb's fashion, uh, you know, stylings are really all that they're cracked up to be. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, so I just want to say this as well. I realized she died because she hit grapefruits. Because grapefruits were what she was eating because she's like, I got to stay yeah. thin. My brain saw that and I was like, orange is right. It's a Godfather reference. And then I just mm. kept on going about my day and I just want to own up to that. Yeah. Grapefruit. Um, uh, teen Matsihani's biggest bane. So, True. Uh, Do you still hate a grapefruit? They don't taste great. That's, I mm, never prefer one. Yeah. Love a grapefruit. No, I don't Seems like it. a mean fruit. Yeah, I love a mean fruit. more effort than it's worth. Uh, I like it in a cocktail. Oh, oh, I mean, absolutely. Hemingway daiquiri, perfect. Yeah, but otherwise, just juice fucking everywhere. Super thick rind and pith. See, I like, Stupid. I like, you know, and I mean, again, it's uh, it's Ian Fancy Lad Corner. Love to supreme a grapefruit. I hate to do it. It sucks. <laughs> I uh, I, see, I, I like a supreme grapefruit. But the act of doing I, it I, is I, horrible. Ah, see, I like the act of doing it because again, you just feel like you're like the fanciest little chef in town. And you're just like, <laughs> let me just slice and slice. Look at this perfect piece. I'm gonna lay it on the salad, and you're like, oh, look at that. Oh, Charles, when was the last time you cut a piece of fruit? I cut a piece of fruit. Uh, that would have been last weekend. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you for thank you for building up to this. Now, Travis. We were slicing up some pineapple not that long ago, and I'm okay. trying to remember if I helped with that or not. No, I sliced some melon uh, okay. maybe a month ago. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it's, just, it's just fun to, to just check in every now and then when we talk about what cooking things we're doing to get the Travis perspective on this. Because I bet Matt and I have the same answer. I which haven't is gotten either, apples recently. Which is, um, uh, yesterday? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Last, last night I made a cocktail. Uh, anyway, so... Here's where we're at with the finale of Drop Dead Diva, just going in. A, uh, at some point, Jane, Jane Deb uh, did get back together with, with Grayson, her boyfriend. We can just call her, and then Grayson just call her Jeb. 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 <laughs> uh, Please clap. She got back together. She got back together with Grayson. <laughs> By the way, Ian, if you didn't realize, his name is Grayson Kent. Fuck off. Huh. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. She got back together with Grayson. That's and a some DC point, thing. Grayson, uh, Grayson dies. Uh, yeah, so it's the, both Rob, uh, Dick Grayson, Grayson and Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the most famous Robin is Dick Grayson and then Superman. And so that's uh, why I'm just like, fuck off. That sucks. It's like, it's the thing yeah. where like... It's definitely not an accident. Yeah, or even if it... At some point, it's just someone should have been like, hey, um, just give him a different last name. Yeah. Because yeah. I already... Yeah. No, I, no, it's fine. It's good. Yeah, so, they're, okay, they're like, okay, Grayson Wayne. And then they're like, perfect. So Grayson dies at some point, and then his body goes in the body, or his soul goes in the body of Ian Holt, I believe, who is a convict that I believe the law firm worked with, who is yeah, actually innocent, on, who they get off of. 
get out of prison. Yeah, he's on death row uh, because of the crimes that he committed with his brother following a fungal zombie apocalypse and like the the efforts that they had to make yes, to survive. Yes, this guy is <laughs> this guy is mainly a video game actor. Uh, yeah, this guy uh Steven, yeah. this guy uh Ian uh was uh Tommy in The Last of Us part 1 and 2. Oh. Uh, okay. Then I again for me I was like I swear I have heard this guy's voice before, but I do not recognize his face. And then I looked it up and I was like, "Oh, he's Joel's brother. That's why I recognize him because he's Excellent. just like you know. Sure. So Grayson is back in Ian's body. Uh, Ian Benson's body. Um, I, I, I <laughs> was watching this knowing that this is going to yeah. be a running joke. <laughs> uh, there's a new boss at the firm named Owen who is played by a guy named uh, Lex Medlin who I feel like isn't everything and I looked at his credits I've never seen anything this guy was saying. <laughs> I think was, he does commercials or something. Is he Canadian or something? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to check that. That's usually the case. I had the exact same thing, Travis, with this, where I was like, where's this guy fucking from? And then I looked and I was like, where is this guy from? He's from nothing. He's a close... He's a close friend of Neil Patrick Harris, huh. but he went to did, acting school in Pasadena. That's all you, I got. You, He's got to do commercials. You, what? Did you guys catch it? Did you catch it? No. Cut, no. Catch what? Mm-hmm. He goes... As you know, he does, yes, oh, yeah. I do have that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he talks to the himbo guardian angel Paul, who also works at the firm and watches videos of Amanda Bynes being kicked out of Spin Cycle. And oh uh, yeah, and I, this is I, a bad I, bit. I, I was very confused by that yes. moment. And yes, like, Owen, Owen says we need to talk with Jane. As you know, she quit the firm. Which, like, you're watching the finale of the. Is that for us only? Like, is <laughs> the finale, and you don't know that this happened. <laughs> Like uh, also, we got we got a lot of stuff for us. Last week it was a fucking clip show finale. Yeah. This week it's this. And Owen is engaged to Stacy, who is eight months pregnant with their child. Um, children. It's uh, twins. Twins. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got it. Uh, it it's I, the uh, only way to make it more dramatic. Ninety-nine percent of children mm. born on TV shows, they're t- are twins. <laughs> twins. <laughs> they're or, twins or, or whose above, water like break is very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. No one's just a, no one's ever at home. No they're like, oh my god, my water broke. They're always like, no, oh, an no argument's wa- happening. They're in a gunfight. You know, no one's water has ever broken on time. It's always <laughs> yeah. early. It's always early. Yeah. No, one, now. No, one, no one has ever given birth in a television show and said, wow, this is exactly the due date. He's <laughs> like, but I'm not due for another one. <laughs> or no, and no one has a C-section scheduled or anything. Oh, like my that. God. Um, oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. This fucking show is so ridiculous. <laughs> so, so they're engaged. <laughs> Uh, and you just save the whales. And so Ian, Ian Grayson, Gracian, uh, Gracian, now, Gracian, yeah, Gracian, Gracian uh, and Jeb. Uh, uh, Jeb, yeah, yeah the, they live the, together. The ice, like, the ice evolution of Evie. Like everyone is, everyone was like, "Oh my God, Jane! Like your boyfriend died. That's horrible." And she's like, "I got this new guy already," and like they can't uh, explain who is, he is. This is where I have in my notes. This show, this last episode is actually just about how, how singularly focused and selfish people get when they're in relationships. Like, I'm so firmly on everyone else's side in this moment because they're like, oh, your yeah. boyfriend just, your fiance just, or boyfriend or whatever just died, and now you're with an ex con. Like, and she's two like, days ago. Yeah, and she's like, how dare you interfere in my life? And I'm just like, you selfish bitch. They're right to think that. You just need to explain. You can just explain the situation. You could just. No, you can't. No, you can't. 
Yeah, no, you can't. You could, no, you you could can't. just keep up appearances for like six months. I would simply explain this calmly and rationally to them. <laughs> they would uh, so they are could brought... You, ima- you don't imagine how good the show would be if that was what was happening in the finale. And she's like, listen, this may sound as a surprise. I am not Jane. You know, the last six deaf. years, they've been alive. Yeah, this, and then she's I like, am an, and I this am an amalgamation of, of two people. I am, I, am, I am the combination of certain traits of two people. I'm almost like an offspring, except it's Dude, a lot more complex imagine a friend of that. yours says this to you, like, right after the I would believe their... a friend of Steven would say this to him. Okay, yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, me, the person who has the friend who's like, yes, my light language dragon and I were having a conversation. <laughs> <with> a, <laughs> and, uh, did you hear me? I was saying, <laughs> I'd hear about this and I'd be like, is that a new TikTok trend? Like, is this like everyone's trying to have DID? Okay, so imagine, um, imagine, one of our significant others dies. Two days later, we're with somebody else explaining, not only am I not me, this new person <laughs> that you've never met before who just got out of jail is also not them. I need to institute a series of like <laughs> secret codes with all friends. So that way, like when you appear in somebody else's body and you just walk up to me and you're like, Ian, listen, we prepared for this correct horse battery staple and i'm like oh my god it's him <laughs> but that's the but that's the oh xkcd comic so, yeah or i'd be i'd be so, trying to think of, of like do i have anything that only this person's significant other would know about me okay that, Steven, yeah. Yes, that so, is, but, yeah no that is that is the the word choice i used is reference to an xkcd comic yes because i tried to think of a string of four random words and my brain right. went to an xkcd comic i would establish something else you have you have torn down the walls of this bit Correct. So, so the problem with this for me is is there's two. It's twofold. Number one, let's say I'm the person in another person's body, and I go to Ian and I say, actually, I'm me. And then Ian say say something only something Stephen would know, and I'd be like, ooh, oh, they start Ooh. throwing their keys get it too confidently, yeah. he'd be like, no, you're not. Fuck off. I'd shoot then, that guy. I'd shoot that then, guy. But then let's flip it. But then let's flip it. So Ian dies. <laughs> Ian's in another person's body. And Ian's like, Steven, it's me, Ian. And then he says, here's something that only I would know. Tells me something. And I go, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Uh... Okay, so you're a bad example for this, is what we're getting. I'm just, I'm just saying I, that I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I think you would be harder to convince. To I'm not, I'm not. Can you uh, imagine? Of, of all of us here, I think you would have the loosest uh, requirements for one of us to convince you. You're, you think I'd be the easiest to convince? Yeah. Despite having, despite having studied consciousness the most out of everybody. Yeah, so you'd, you'd understand better. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I, I if just, you hadn't uh, seen Drop Dead Diva, maybe you wouldn't have understood. Now I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, you'll notice Ian's traits despite the different mannerisms, right, despite of, the different, of, like, talents. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I get the, 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 my mannerisms in another person's body would probably 
be weird and freaky for everyone, but would beat the giveaway, which is how we would know it'd be Steven because it'd be like, tell us something you only you remember. And then, yeah, and then like a six foot four black guy starts scratching at the back of his head, and you're like, that's Steven. I don't know. I don't know. It's immediate. As he's going, ah, oh, ah. <laughs> this, it's just Serge Ibaka scratching the back. I don't know why. Just scratching, <laughs> scratching the back of his head. Oh! <laughs> uh, so, uh, once again, there are two cases uh, in this episode. The first one we see stuff. is presented to Kim, who was like sort of her rival uh, at the, the Hermes bitch with and, the fake yeah, Hermes bitch. Yeah, the Hermes bitch. Uh, where she, uh, a guy that she went on three dates with comes to her because he has been fired from his job at a temp agency for tweeting about Bigfoot uh, and going Just the most being part of like a Bigfoot club, plot. which is so fucking stupid. Yeah, that's his which, his plot. The other case is uh, even though she's not with the firm, uh, two people from an animal rights organization uh, come to Jeb and and Gracian because they um, disabled a Japanese whaling ship. And our it you makes know. Travis. It makes so much more sense why that one guy was like, "Hey, Jane's left the client, the the firm, as you know. If any of her clients come, direct them to me." And then when two clients immediately arrive, they're like, "So yeah, Jane's left the firm. Here's her number." And all of a sudden, I was like, "Why did he? What's his deal?" And now yeah, I know that he's that a guardian angel. Is her guardian angel. It makes yes. so yeah, much more sense. Yeah, why yeah, and they yeah. also have my favorite explanation for why they're coming to to Jane, which is. Um, we asked multiple other lawyers and they said because we broke the law they can't help us which means why are they lawyers what is the point of a lawyer <laughs> that's what a defense attorney is they don't they, they can't ahead of the case be like ah you did it you know that's they can turn I mean they can turn on a case for any reason but like that's not a good one that's not ever the reason <laughs> your job is to ensure a fair trial that's it. Oh my god! I'm just thinking about my. I'm just thinking of my father. It's like uh, just coming to me and being like, you know, son, I've never represented anyone who's guilty, not once. <laughs> they got they got it wrong. They got it wrong every time. <laughs> every single time. None so of the, these people I'm representing have ever committed a crime. The the, the other thing that I want to mention is he goes. There, there, he he omitted the as, but he's talking to Kim, who's like you know the one who who he was who he wanted to shift or whatever, and he was like, and he was like, you know, I work for a temp agency, and he 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 skipped the as, but. <laughs> Uh, and then Kim I was mean, like, that's the person you've been but. on three dates with to be like, do you remember the things that I like? Did you did anything I say register to you during these three dates that we went on? <laughs> and then she's, no, you know what my job is. And then she's like, Bigfoot, and he's like, Yeah, and she's just like, Bigfoot. Okay, actually, I think he says Sasquatch. So these are the two, these are the two cases that we're we're getting and are the main. On top of the like wedding, the the personal beef that Owen and Jane now have. There is so much fucking crammed into this finale. Yeah, two cases. Yeah, yeah God And damn. also that Terry has with Ian because in their past, he had fucked up her Star Search audition because he was too drunk to play <laughs> piano, which I would love like an Arrested Development type flashback to. But so yeah, oh, man. 
This is much like Felicity. They were just like, yeah, listen, we got a series order we didn't expect, and we just threw everything on the fucking at the fucking wall. Yeah. So yeah. first, I, I, I was just wondering about the build up when you when you build something up, and, and this is something I think a lot about in in improv because a lot of times in TV shows you build something up because you know what you before you even decide to build it up, you know what the, the payoff is going to be. But this felt a whole lot like when there's an improv show and you build something up for a long time, but you're just, you trying to figure out what the payoff is like, okay, they have this bad history. They have this bad history. We're not saying what it is. We're not saying what it is. And you're sitting, you're both sitting there like, Ooh, is she going to say it? Am I going to say it? I don't know what it is. Ah, you got drunk from my star search audition. Like yeah, it really yeah. feels like, it really feels like they did not plan that at all. They were like, ah, here, uh, I picked a word out of a hat. Star search. Yeah. You got drunk for this. Steven, they I could would have just actually, gone with cheating. Like, I would extend this to the entirety of this finale, where there just it is just constant escalation. Because yeah, the, I like, mean, like, oh, why did you get the, fired the, from the, the job? Line. I tweeted about Bigfoot. <laughs> it's, it sounds like such I a week. We need a uh, reason to get fired from the audience. Tweeted about Bigfoot. Tweeted about Bigfoot. Thank you. So I want to talk about the Bigfoot <laughs> trial for the Bigfoot case first, because. <laughs> Right. So it, so it goes, it goes to court. Yeah, Bigfoot's on trial. He's, this, <laughs> he's in the makeshift the tie that Omar <laughs> wears in the wire or whatever. Uh, Bigfoot got him the on the state stage. of Georgia, I think, is where this was filmed. Yes. Yes, it was filmed in Georgia. It's set in LA, though. Um, so, That's, state of California. Oh Bigfoot. my God. The thing this show needed to f- stop and stop fucking doing was that one shot of, like, the, the tower, the courtroom where they just did the, like, drone or helicopter shot where it's just like we're just gonna like quickly rotate this building and every time we go back to the courtroom we're gonna do this thing oh it sucked so much right so bigfoot guy he's taken his employer to court over this um even though they contend they can you know it's an at will or isn't it that he's not at will he's not that's also that's part of he has a contract yeah he he has a contract and they're like well we can we're allowed to do this because it's in years that you have to be professional at all times which is extremely vague which does happen, I'm sure. Um, it and does. And so the defense brings in a cryptozoology expert uh, who says uh, a recent university poll, which means nothing, uh, <laughs> says 30% of Americans believe in Bigfoot. And then they I go, believe that. well, I don't know. Then, how many believe, uh, then how many believe that idea is preposterous? And he's like, 70%. And I'm like, that's not how this poll would work. <laughs> It is no. not not no, believing no. in it is different than thinking it's preposterous. A, B, you can't just cite a recent university poll with nothing, and have that be be your whole thing. C, what is the margin of error on this? D, like, there's just so much going on here that I'm like, why? But, is this, but Travis, they're not going to get into like polling statistics in Drop Dead Diva. Okay, but they, they have twenty plots in forty minutes to get through it. We need like, to talk they, more there's about so much going Sasquatch on. here. And first of all, and thirty percent is not a crank number like to believe really in something. High. Yeah. Like do you know how much fewer people believe in like you know, various uh, Leo QAnon like uh, things you, that we're yeah. dealing with now and many of them are in Congress? Like it's like in Bigfoot is such a benign thing to believe in. Who cares? I so the, I, I, agree. Question I think I have the show Bigfoot. takes that position too. Right. Like that's so dumb. Here's a question I have about Bigfoot. So, do people who believe in Bigfoot believe, A, that the government is covering up Bigfoot, 
or B, that Bigfoot is so good at hiding, <laughs> just like predator-ass levels of hiding uh, yeah, that both. we haven't, probably, yeah, haven't found it and been able to capture it, and etc. <laughs> okay. I love the idea of every time they try to go find Bigfoot, he's just like covered in mud hiding somewhere. He's just standing yeah. behind a tree. Or you, know, or, you know, has technology that makes him invisible. Oh, good no, camouflage. I would yeah. say technology. I would say <laughs> sure. The fact that we haven't found him pr- only proves that he exists in greater abundance than we could even imagine. I mean, thirty percent means thirty thirty percent of this university poll means that statistically, basically, one person on this podcast must believe in Bigfoot, <laughs> and we found our answer. It's Matt. <laughs> I thought it was Travis. <laughs> wow, do we have two? That's that mm, that that doesn't make sense mathematically. That's not how this works. Yeah. I don't know. What's up, what's y'all's favorite cryptids? El Chupacabra. Oh yeah. A classic. Great next, one. Next question. I think I'm a Mothman guy. Remember when there was the no. Mothman sightings here? Yeah, in yeah. I, the Chicago uh, Chicago flying humanoid timeline was a really <laughs> great the, site for a what while. Was, what was up with when people were just like, we're going to get Mothman tattoos. We're going to get hot Mothman tattoos. <laughs> you know? I tweeted a lot about the Chicago Mothman. Genuinely, uh, if, if if somebody were trying to talk to me about a cryptid, the one that I, I do like the Mothman a lot, but the one that I'm like, would like perk an ear up most is probably the Jersey Devil, just because I think it's really interesting and bizarre and people don't talk about it. Yeah. Worst X-Files episode was about the Jersey Devil. According to a Baylor study, Baylor, uh, so take that with a grain of salt. Uh, approximately, I mean, any anything's with a grain of salt. Approximately 16% of the American population believes in Bigfoot. 16. Well, that's way down from 20, uh, 2014 then. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Maybe they found proof that Bigfoot's faith, not real. Man. You just got to believe harder. Looks like approximately forty percent think it's preposterous. Forty-five percent don't believe in it, but don't think it's preposterous. Thirteen percent think that Bigfoot is probably real, and three percent are one hundred percent sure that Bigfoot is real. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That checks out. I feel like that tracks. Certainly not enough to fire someone for. There's no universe where a belief that thirty percent of the population has is considered crankery. In that sense, I mean stuff that we would consider crankery, yes, yeah. but in the sense that like thirty percent of the population like votes Republican yes. or what have you. But yeah. uh, so we have we have the other we have the other case going on back to Trafta Diva with the whaling stuff. One thing I also wanted to mention: Did you guys notice that the only black characters that we saw in either of these episodes were judges? I did notice that. <laughs> I, didn't I know noticed that it. the judge was black, but I didn't notice that the judge was black twice. Separately. Yeah, both judges were black, and I mean, often in like courtroom TV and movies, it's like a black judge that also like tells it like it is, or like a sassy black judge, which we didn't get. Like how least. this, we got like very regular this, judges. We got, this we guy got, seemed so normal. We got the yeah. most hapless, <laughs> like just like, oh well, I, I guess we will have to do that then. Like that's that's, oh, the that's true. I guess I better make this that's true. judge. <laughs> He very clearly, he very clearly like doesn't know the law. But when the lawyer brings it to his attention, he's like, "That is what it says." Like, like, well, okay. So here's my fan theory. So here's my fan theory. Yeah, right. Great. So somebody else went into his body 
Yeah. Very recently. <laughs> and he's trying to remember, like, right, like when he sees the law, he's like, oh, right, right, right. Now I know how to interpret it, right? But I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you're right. I think that's uh, a good fan theory. So I think they really missed an opportunity with the judge here because they could have brought back reoccurring a reoccurring character per the Wikipedia page to have played this judge. Uh, they could have had um, Paula Abdul as herself, Judge Paula Abdul, for the finale. Right. Because she is listed as reoccurring cast seasons one to three. That was in Paula the, in Abdul the, herself in as the trailer Judge Paula that I watched. And it's like, her, it was like, oh, and the guest stars are really important to this show. That was the section of the trailer. Matt, what, what website said, did you have to go to to find the trailer for Drop Dead Diva? That feels like something that's only hosted deep, on like Deep porno. fucking web, dude. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we should have mentioned this earlier, but the list of guest stars in this show is absolutely absurd. Yes. Yeah. Because it includes... It's so long. Yeah, it includes, I mean, just, you know, I, highlights of this, you've got uh, Clay Aiken, Diedrich Bader, Lance Bass, Corbin Blue. That really gives you an idea when this what was going on with this show. <laughs> Vivica A. Fox, Elliot Gould, who will appear in anything <laughs> if you give him enough money. <sighs> Kathy Griffin, Tim Remember Gunn. He played Michael Jordan in basketball. Yes, all the every day. Natasha Henstridge, Kim Kardashian, Ricky Lake, Mario Lopez, Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli. Uh, Kelly Osborne, Terry Polo, John Ratzenberger, Leanne Rimes, <laughs> Sybil Shepherd, Jamie Lynn Sigler, Lily Sobolewski. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell Wanda has Sykes, a judge on this. Yeah, well, Wanda, yeah, Ro, uh, Rosie is a reoccurring character. I, I put that in a different pot, spot. Jennifer Tilly, uh, Gina Torres, Nia Vardolis, Barry uh, Watson, Serena Williams, Jesus, Maddie Ziegler, Joan Rivers, you know, all of these. I really think that they were missing an opportunity, though. I think that Jennifer, um, fuck, what is it, uh, Coolidge? Yes. Is that, I think oh, she was yeah. amazing More legally blonde shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Uh... So, I'm in someone else's body. Were you doing the Muppet guy from Superstore? That was my Jennifer Coolidge impersonation. Wow! <laughs> didn't, wow. Didn't, go very, didn't go very well. Oh, God. Anyway. I tried it, it didn't go very we, well. Uh, should we try to recap the very convoluted legal uh, no. maneuvering no. that goes on in this court case that also <laughs> is between her and the, the Japanese whaling firm is being represented by... Uh, by by the actual law firm that she was working for, and her and Owen specifically uh, as primary counsel, uh, and she tries to do stuff like get one of them to admit that she acted on her own volition outside of the bounds of the Sea Defenders organization, so therefore you can't sue the organization because they didn't do anything wrong. It was just her personally, and she's bankrupt, so she can't forfeit her assets. And they were like, yeah, but we can extradite her to Japan. And then there's all this fucking, like, wild anti-Japanese sentiment that's going on. It's just like, I was like... I was like, did a Korean does a Korean company own Lifetime? I was like, why am I so this is getting wild? I was not expecting Drop Dead Diva to have a line. The Japanese government will extract their pound of flesh, and I was like, yo, yeah. Are they going to make her commit seppuku? Like, what is what is happening? I mean, Japan did have to create Finland in order to keep whaling, um, but that's a whole other story. So that was Drop Dead Diva. Um, <laughs> okay, there's also the wedding. Do you think going more people on. believe in that or Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. 
Finland isn't real was like a Reddit joke that maybe ten people took seriously, including me. Uh, I believe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's also so Stacey and Owen's and we wedding. Know, we know from earlier that Travis hates hates lying to people. He hates lying. That to is people. true. That's and true. he hates bits. That's why I never tell so jokes. Just... Yeah. Everything I say is real. Uh, we have, like, yeah, the conflict of Jane, Jeb is going to be the maid of honor at Stacey and Owen's wedding, but since Erno and her beefing, they're trying to mend the friendship, so her himbo guardian angel is like, throw him a party, and they can talk it out. And But actually, like what happens time. is, yeah, Owen finds a way to, like, legally help, uh, you know, prevent uh, the extradition without admitting as such or whatever and they hug it out and they're friends again yada yada they're gonna have a wedding and then stacy's water breaks because it's the finale of a tv series and someone's <laughs> pregnant in it so we're like well it's gonna happen just like in heart we're of just, dixie we're gonna we're get a wedding so birth done. Thing. we're yeah. just so done because we we're just like we've exhausted the philosophical implications <laughs> of the show well, no, we haven't even come close to exhausting them, but we're just like, I don't know what more we can say about the nature of consciousness. I guess it's cool. I do. If they have a kid, because at the end, Grayson, Grayson tells Jeb, like, you know, oh, we're going to have kids. I'm just so confused about what they'll have to tell those children. Oh, my God. So, wait. So, it would genetically be Jane's child. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why yes. I'm just confused. That's why I'm confused as to what they're going to have to tell these kids. Well, especially because I want to get to my favorite thing at the episode. So at the very end, when Ian discovers he has the muscle memory that he's master pianist, as we discussed before, and then he starts playing and singing <laughs> It Had to Be You, uh, which is the name of the finale also. Uh, and we get I a saw loving... that this was the name of the finale, and I was like, please don't play the song. Yeah, I actually like the song. I, I own it on, on vinyl from the Harry Nielsen version, which I think is a blast. And then they start doing it, and I was like, oh, God. And then at the end, so we see a montage of them as Grayson and as Deb and as Grayson Jane, of, you know, the iterations it's, of this couple over time. And It is, could you imagine showing this to somebody with no context for the television <laughs> show? And, well, that's especially this last part, because at the end, then you get a loving close zoom in on a Deb and Grayson photo. That Which imagine would... going to these people's house that there's this couple you know and they just have this picture <laughs> of a random couple. <laughs> oh, no, those are friends. That's not that weird. Those are Who are these guys? Yeah, they could maybe do that. Although no, some of these listen. people knew Grayson but didn't know Deb, so they're like, why do you have Grayson with his ex-girlfriend who died? <laughs> I, I, why do you have a picture of them in your house? I'm going to speak uh, from my experience because I have a lot of photos on my wall. Uh, and this also is in the this is in the pilot because when she goes to talk to her friend, um, she like looks over and there's a photo like Stacy just has a photo of Deb and Grayson together just like and it's not like you know like I have photos of friends of, of, of like couples that I'm friends with but they're not just like here's the two of them like it's a selfie like I printed out like this the only photos the of front I, door like, yeah the only yeah. photos I have are ones where it's like oh I took this photo. Yeah. And it's a part of, like, a larger yeah. thing. Just having an isolated photo of a couple of, like, that I'm friends with, that's that's creepy and weird, and you should yeah. leave that house. Like, if it's a wedding <laughs> invite or whatever, and you just kept the fridge yeah. magnet. Or, like, like a Christmas something. card. Yeah. yeah, Christmas card. But this is a framed, yeah, portrait, this is... framed photo. <laughs> and it's not like it's a professionally taken photo. It's not like this person took this photo. The arm is outstretched. This is a framed selfie. 
That's that is just bonkers. sick and twisted, generally. <laughs> I get that it's them. They these people are so tactless. They need to act like they have secret identities, and they are just they're failing at this. <laughs> yeah, put that shit in a more secure location than the front door. They, do they really need to act like they have like they're like? It's like it's like this is so beyond the reality that no one's going to be like, like you're not going to go. Oh, I bet that's them. I bet their Steven, consciousness. No. You know, you're gonna, they're going to look at it and be like, what the fuck is up with these people? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but again, like, as I said, this character, this, the finale is about the selfishness of couples at times because they're, they're showing no concern for their friends. And they're just like, you're in the wrong. I'm in charge of my own life. I know that my fiance just died and I'm with a new guy, but I'm happy. And they're all like, you're right. How foolish we oh, were to show any concern for you in what seemed to be a deeply trying and upsetting period of your life. We've learned our lesson and will never be concerned again. What the hell? Is this the worst show so, that we've watched? No, it's still Californication. Wow. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, it's, it's not no, nearly my, as bad as Californication. Mine's still but this, this oh, is... Oh, guys, did I tell you I talked to a Californication fan? No. Oh, you talked to. So I was talking, uh, about, I was your, talking about the podcast. Dad, I assume, the yeah, I don't know. I was talking about the podcast, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I love that show." And I was like, "I was like, oh no." I was like, "When's the last time you watched it?" He was like, <laughs> "He's like, yeah, about seven years ago." And he had just gotten through telling me about how he used to be a real piece of shit, and so <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Like very, oh, yeah. very yeah. sloppy steaks, very, Californication, slick very, back oh. hair. All right, okay, all right, all right. Before we finish talking about this, I have a question. I don't know if anybody has a strong answer. So, as we know, if you die and you're put into somebody else's body, your memories are combined with their skills. So yes. I think maybe we can all agree that the best version of us would be Ian and Matt's body? I'm really flattered that I'm part of this. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Fuck off, Travis! Hey! <laughs> your brain sucks and your body sucks! My body Matt, does suck. Get me, out, get me out of here. This is... This. <laughs> you know, I had pizza last night, so my whole day has been fucked up. You know, get Jesus me out of this body. <laughs> Or, or actually, like Rodney Dangerfield. Conversely, Matt's Matt's consciousness in Ian's body because Ian has talked on many occasions about how he has never felt sick because of food or whatever. Yeah. Oh my that, god! Yeah, I, the ultimate I, gourmand, dude. That would that <laughs> would be bad for all of us. <laughs> that guy existing would be just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's. it's it's your ability to drink during the night with my ability to recover the next day. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my, if, you put my, if you put my consciousness in Matt's body and I'd have, I'd have heartburn for the first time and I'd be like, am I dying? <laughs> <laughs> Same with my body. Steven, could you imagine putting Travis's brain in our body and then he's able to, like, run for the first time, apparently? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Able to run for the first. <laughs> yeah, we I all used know, to be an We athlete. all know that Travis has the leg braces from the start of Forrest Gump. We talked about this on the podcast. It's, I don't know. I feel like it's more laziness than anything else. I think he would stop moving. He would just would continue to not move that much. 
<laughs> yeah, it's really a motivation factor is the number one thing. Anyway, so let's wrap to Diva. <laughs> what do we got next week, Travis? Travis, So, right? yeah, it's me. Um, so Thank God. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about how, uh, you know, there's so many really classic genres of television uh, and one that we surprisingly have not touched on, unless except in very broad strokes, The Wire, is The Cop Show. Uh, oh, no. One of the most common examples of TV out there that there's so many issues from. The Wire and is I, a cop show. I really wanted to do um, the original Hawaii Five O, but the oh. <laughs> pilot of that one is a TV movie, uh, uh, and I didn't feel like going through that. So I have instead chosen NYPD Blue. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, NYPD Sushi hates Blue. that pick. NYPD Blue doesn't have like a double length finale. No, I just I checked. They're both they're both forty whatever. Okay, that's a surprise to me. But I all right. Hey, you know I was just thinking of uh, of um, Dennis Franz the other Dennis Franz. uh, Yeah. uh, Because I watched uh, Blowout the other day. So who here knows specifically the least about NYPD Blue? It's a uh, it's me or Matt probably. But you you never get to do this. I never do get to do this. I mean, the, the thing is, is that I just genuinely know the most on these things. Yeah. I mean, I was able to immediately name the lead actor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't be me. So I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Matt, tell us everything you think you know about NYPD Blue starting now. NYPD Blue is a television show about the New York Police Department starring Dennis Franz from Blowout. Um, <laughs> it's procedural. It aired for a long ass fucking time. I I don't know. That's all I got. All right. Well, we'll call that there then. I was actually expecting you to just like you know start rightly justifiably ranting about the NYPD. And then just a, like a long censor instead <laughs> for what, we, what you know about we'll, it. We'll get and that joke's there. still on the table. Yeah, uh, I, I'm certain we'll talk about the New York Police Department. Uh, I am certain we will have many things to say about the New York Police Department when we talk and, about NYPD. And Dennis next Franz's week. ass. That's not in either of the episodes. I'm going to talk, talk about, about it, though. We're going to talk about Dennis Franz's ass. ass. No, it's just you prominently. There's one episode where he, you famously they put his bare ass on network TV. <laughs> cool. And if you know what Dennis Franz looks like, then it explains ass, why. You it gotta kinda... see. <laughs> you look at the guy. And you're like, I want to know you gotta, what this guy's you gotta carrying. See it. You gotta see it to believe it. Dennis Franz, the pog. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say fat ass white guy. Is there? You could. Yeah. Is thanks as always to you <laughs> to you for listening. Thanks, thanks to our producer Matt Icy Honey for his wonderful work. Want to make sure we thank him right after we say Dennis Franz Pog in the same sentence. Uh, you can you know uh, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Don't tell a friend. Well, maybe tell a friend about us. Talk about Dennis Franz. You know, carrying a wagon or whatever. Get him ready. We'll be back next week at roughly the same bat time the same bat place. Steven, can you bring us home? Fat things should not happen to skinny people. Oh, God, that fucking line. Fuck this show. Goodbye. Everybody. Fuck this show.